Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. see in the aftermath of the crisis, people are very, very concerned about the United States' relationship with China. There's, there's in other words, of a, of a, of a second Bretton Woods, um, but it's not on the cards yet, and, and I think this is where um, uh, we have to work on the, the, on the intellectual structure of such a deal. And so this is a breathtaking step, uh, which effectively nationalizes or federalizes the deposit base of the U.S. financial system. Look, the bottom line is this. Americans can rest assured that our banking system is safe. Mr. President, what do you know right now about why this happened? And can you assure Americans that there won't be a ripple effect? Do you expect all other banks to fail, Mr. President? Should all depositors be protected at all banks? What I do want to do is emphasize that the American banking system is really um, safe and well capitalized. It's resilient. I do agree that the system is breaking it out. And one of the major reasons, not the only reason, obviously, but one of the major reasons is that you don't have good corporate leadership. So you say, so what? But I'll tell you, so what? If you don't have good corporate leadership in companies, yeah, when the tide is high and things are great, it doesn't matter. And all these guys that run these companies are partying and having a good time and giving themselves bonuses. I'm Scott Shea, chairman of Signature Bank, and it is a pleasure for me to welcome you to this multimedia, multicasted, multispatial meeting of the Pride Council. CNN, ABC News, the BBC, they're like, it's over. All the banks are collapsing. Run for the hills. Bigger than 2008. Don't worry, though. We've got central bank digital currencies there, and we're going to save you with these because they're they're going to have a, a new system. They haven't told us yet, but you know it's central bank digital currency. They've been prepping it. They've been getting it ready. They are artificially, like they locked down our houses, locked down our businesses, locked us down. In the last few years and, and imploded the third world with two plus years of lockdowns they're now getting a new and ready just cutting off liquidity in the market but the federal reserves already raised interest rates five six times last year if they don't cut them now you know they're deliberately trying to put the economy into a cardiac arrest and the central private banks are not going to prop up the regional and local banks and credit unions so they all go down and they can bring in the central bank digital currencies, the centralized system that totally controls every facet of your life. In fact, the controller of the currency nominee um, in the first year of the Biden uh, administration literally proposed in an article for Vanderbilt that the beautiful thing about having CBDCs is if you're worried about inflation, you just freeze everybody's bank accounts. The important thing to understand is central bank digital currencies are not currencies. It's a financial transaction control grid. They've got all the C central bank digital currencies ready. They've got the central currencies ready. This is a historic moment ending Bretton Woods, bringing in a global consortium run by the UN, run by the big central banks, to bring in a new global set standard. In international polls and national polls, upwards of 90% of people don't trust the government and don't like it. So this illegitimate system does not have the people's support. It's a very strange time where we, I don't 
think people have a, a lot of faith right now in institutions. And so I think there's like a, a, a feeling of chaos that exists today that I don't think has ever existed in my life like this before. See Pete Buttigieg and Kamala Harris and, and Biden can't get a sentence out. You're like, this is madness. These people are utter fools. And these are the people that are running everything. But why is that being done? Because Kamala Harris and Barack Obama's third administration or Biden are puppets, fall guys, to take the fall, which I told you two plus years ago. Need to understand our so-called elites are like an idiot robbing a gun store. Starting a war, a, a kinetic war, a nuclear war is where it's going with Russia is the equivalent of robbing a gun store at noon when you've got five employees armed who are trained Retired police officers, you're dead. It's Friday, March 17th, Year of Our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. Happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone. I hope everyone's wearing green. If you're not, I hope you get pinched. That's how I feel about it. Yes, folks, we started out the show today with talk of the banking collapse, the designed collapse, and what will come from it. We have more information in that regard. Really, just truly. They've pushed the button, folks. They have activated the final countdown. And we'll talk about what that looks like and what we can do in some way to mitigate or overthrow this perverted system. Lots of stuff in that regard to talk about. We'll be joined by Michael Graves in studio at 10 a.m. And we also are going to spend quite a bit of time on the international scene today as we Again, look at the warning signs that World War III is just around the corner. Taking your calls, of course, as well. Should be a very, very full Friday episode. Let's begin, as we always do, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Friday, the 17th of March, 2023. Protests erupt in France over Macron's retirement age push. Protesters against uh, protest against French President Emmanuel Macron's decision to force a bill raising the retirement age from 62 to 64 through Parliament without a vote disrupted traffic, garbage collection, and university campuses in Paris as opponents of the change maintained their resolve to get the government to back down. Striking sanitation workers blocked a waste collection plant that's home to Europe's largest incinerator to underline their determination, and university students walked out of lectured hall, lecture halls to join the strike. Leaders of the influential CGT union called on people to leave schools, factories, refineries, and other workplaces. Union leaders were not the only ones angry about Macron's plan to make French citizens work for two more years before coming eligible, before becoming eligible to collect full pensions. Opposition parties were expected to start procedures later Friday for a no-confidence vote on the government led by Prime Minister Elizabeth Bourne. The vote would likely take place early next week. I just, I, I mean, you know, we just keep saying the same thing about this. There is, this is not democracy. This is not what democracy is, right? This was a fiat dictatorial action. And we'll get into sort of how Macron did this. But he, he essentially made himself a dictator in order to pass this law. 
raising the retirement age by two years, which again, just like happened in Sweden, just like is happening in Ireland, just like has happened in almost every European country over the last five or six years, they bring in millions upon millions of migrants under the excuse of we need them to keep the economy going. We need them to make social security, their version of it, solvent. Right? Oh, all, all of our workers are aging out. They're no, people aren't having enough kids, so there's not enough people to you know, make up for the Ponzi scheme of Social Security. So we have to bring in millions of other people. Oh, look, they all went on welfare. Now you can't retire. <laughs> you have to work for two more years to pay for all the migrants we brought. You bring in migrants to pay for people's retirement, but then people can't retire because of all the migrants. This is retarded. You, do, do you understand this is on purpose? This is by design. This is the obvious outcome of their despicable policies. It's just completely insane. But the protests are massive. We'll show you videos of them a little bit later. Meanwhile, China's Xi Jinping to meet Putin next week in the first visit to Russia since the invasion of Ukraine. So this was just announced. He will fly to Moscow. Xi Jinping will fly to Moscow next week to meet with President Vladimir Putin in his first visit to Russia since Putin launched the devastating invasion of Ukraine more than a year ago. The visit will be seen as a powerful show of Beijing's support for Moscow and Western capitals, where leaders have grown increasingly wary of the two nations' deepening partnership as the war rages in Europe. Increasingly wary. Again, we're just, you know, just... We could have just not started the war. (laughs) You know, we could have just not pushed for and created the atmosphere for the Ukraine war to start in the first place. We could have done that. We could have called for peace at any point. The people in charge are not worrying about China cozying up to Russia. They are encouraging it. That is the plan. As we speak, our army is training to go to war in Ukraine. They'll likely be boots on the ground by this time next year. And that's World War III. That's what they're preparing for. All the signs point to it. All the evidence is stacked in that direction. The people in power in this country and around the Western world are pushing for World War III. They're not, they're not doing what they can to avoid it. They're doing everything they can to bring it about. Are they stupid? No. So they're evil. Okay, that's the answer. That is the answer, point blank. Meanwhile, Homeland, <sighs> Homeland Republicans to turn up the heat on Mayorkas after a Border Patrol chief's earth-shattering testimony. I gotta say, headlines like this, man. Really? Oh, they're going to turn up the heat on Mayorkas. Right? Of course, he's not, he's not being uh, boiled or cooked. He's in a hot tub. They're making, the, they're making it a little bit hotter for him, a little bit more comfortable in his hot Like, this dude has opened the border and brought in more illegal immigrants in two years than the entire population of Chicago, Illinois. Like, Oh, you're going to turn up the heat on him, are you? Oh, oh, I bet he's real scared now. (laughs) He's real scared now. It's like, what are you going to do? What do you get? Are you going to impeach him? Are you going to imprison him? Are you going to charge him with treason and execute him? No? Okay, then he's going to get away with it. So he's going to keep doing it? Oh, so the invasion of our country just keeps going? Wide open border? Earth-shattering testimony. Saying, just mentioning what we've watched with our own eyes every day for two years. (laughs) No operational control? What? I don't know. How about all of this happening constantly forever? Republicans are just like, are you telling me? Are you telling me the border is open? It's such a show. It's such a ridiculous caricature of a government.
that we operate under, it's totally unacceptable. But it's happening, and nobody's doing anything to stop it. Meanwhile, nuclear power plant leaks 400,000 gallons of radioactive water. That's nice. Minnesota regulators said Thursday that they're monitoring the cleanup of a leak of 400,000 gallons of radioactive water from XL's Energy Monticello nuclear power plant. The company said there's no danger to the public. <laughs> I mean, unless you like water. I mean, unless you're like so- some sort of organic mass that reacts to radiation. But other than that, no danger at all. No danger at all. Just one of those minor leaks of 400 thousand gallons of radioactive water we'll get more into this a little bit later <laughs> like, but it's fine but it's totally fine xl energy took swift action to contain the leak to the plant site which poses no health and safety risk to the local community or the environment the minneapolis-based utility lied in a statement <laughs> i don't know maybe it's true maybe it's true maybe four hundred thousand gallons of uh, radioactive water leaking into the environment maybe that's fine i don't know i'm not a nuclear engineer maybe it's good maybe it's a good thing that it happened maybe we should be thanking them for this or maybe it's just another step down the inevitable decline maybe it's just another catastrophe to plot the downfall of this country as a first world nation that can handle complicated technologies like airplanes and energy this is just our our downward slope towards the morass of chaos, stupidity, but very diverse. But it'll be very diverse, folks. Don't worry. Don't worry. You won't be able to drink the water. You won't be able to turn the lights on. But boy, will it look like a rainbow. And finally, we have this story, just as the piece of resistance. MindGeek, the parent uh, uh, the parent company of Pornhub, the world's largest pornography site and other entertainment, adult entertainment platforms, was acquired by Canadian private equity firm called Ethical Capital Partners. Ethical Cat- <laughs> Capital Partners <laughs> has purchased the world's largest network of monetized sin. Isn't that nice? See, this is an it's a new ethical framework that we're working in where there is literally nothing off of the table at all except for, like, you know, being racist or anti-Semitic. But other than that, it's just across the board, ethics, morals, they're whatever you want, you can do whatever you want to whoever you want as long as you, you know, don't talk about minorities in a bad way. That's the only, that's the only sin, you guys. That's the only sin there is. It's the only thing that will be punished from now on. It's ethical. Humanity is in a fight for its very life. And InfoWars, for decades, has been at the very forefront of the fight for a pro-human future. We can't stay on air without your help. And I want to thank you all for your past support. And I want to encourage those of you that have never bought products at InfoWarsStore.com to go there and experience how amazing these products really are. Ultimate Bone Broth, finally, sold out for over two years, back in stock. Real Red Pill Plus, simply amazing. Nitric boosts what it does for your heart cardiovascular critical all these products like ultimate krill oil ultimate fish oil super Mill vitality they're all available and in stock ready to ship to you right down infowarsstore.com and the final 1200 signed copies of my book the great reset and the war for the world and i'm not going to sign any more after that are exclusively available at infowarsstore.com as well in the last month i got a little busy so i didn't sign the books we didn't have them for sale but now i signed the last books you can get them right now 
Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence and have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or our great physio magnesium product or whether it's down and out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal, InfoWars.com. InfoWarsStore.com is where you go to support us. And... You know, the, the success of Infor is obviously totally unparalleled in the realm of alternative media, setting the stage for so many others to follow after us in our mold and altering the course of human history as we've changed the tenor and topic of what is discussed, the highest levels of politics these days. It's now about humanity versus globalists, and more and more people are coming around to that realization, but it's not because we've been lucky. It's not because we've been just guessing randomly and happening to be right 100% of the time. What are the odds of that, right? No, it's because all of this stuff was planned a long time ago and they talk about it. The people who are doing it for a while, they thought they had total uh, anonymity, basically total immunity to exposure because they controlled all of the media outlets. So they felt free to discuss this with one another, publish white papers and Talk about it in their weird little cabal meetings. But then Alex Jones broke it all down and just showed you the showed you the map forward, showed you the data plot that they were working on and where it trended. And so that's why, you know, when it came time for the COVID release, not only did we know that the vaccine would be the point of all of it and that it would be mandated and that et cetera, et cetera. Like we knew all of that, obviously, from way on way back. But we also knew that COVID itself was just part of a larger program that would use the medical tyranny, the biotechnocratic lockdown, 15-minute city, like all of that we're well aware of. But primarily, it's centered around the financial industry, the banking industry. It all goes back to the big banks, international banks and the Federal Reserve and the banks bigger than the Federal Reserve, like the IMF and the BIS and all those. And so we're now seeing the next step of the plan, the next stage in the takeover be initiated. And this video I'm about to show you is probably the most important video we've seen in years as they are now coming public with the rollout of their intentions. As we've said, the Great Reset should more accurately be called the Great Consolidation as the ability of small businesses and independent operators becomes increasingly more difficult and purchasing power 
and social power is consolidated into the hands of a very few. So we'll break this down and what it means for you on the other side, but I'm going to go to this full video. I titled it simply The Banking Plan, and it was it's Janet Yellen, former head of the Fed, current head of the Treasury, really being exposed, and you can see she doesn't quite have the answers on hand to make this seem innocent. She's sort of caught out here, and brilliant questioning by this representative. Here's Janet Yellen explaining how all of the banks will now be consolidated into just a few major banks, which will make it that much easier to debank you in the Mark of the Beast system. So here is Janet Yellen being questioned and the next stage of the plan being enacted. Let's watch. I don't have time. I need to be able to drill on a couple of things. Let me start with some of the banking issues we're dealing with on it. Will the deposits in every community bank in Oklahoma, regardless of their size, be fully insured now? Are they fully recovered? Every bank, every community bank in Oklahoma, regardless of the size of the deposit, will they get the same treatment that SVBP just got or Signature Bank just got? A bank only gets that treatment if a majority of the FDIC board, a supermajority, a supermajority of the Fed board, and I, in consultation with the president, determine that the failure to protect uninsured depositors would create systemic risk and significant economic and financial consequences. So what is and your we plan? Made that determination. Right. right. So, so what is your banks. plan to keep large depositors from moving their funds out of community banks into the big banks? We have seen the mergers of banks over the past decade I'm concerned you're about to accelerate that by encouraging anyone who has a large deposit in a community bank to say, we're not going to make you whole, but if you go to one of our preferred banks, we will make you whole at that point. Um, look, I mean, we're, that's certainly not something that we're encouraging. That is happening right now. That is happening because depositors are concerned about the bank failures that have happened and whether or not other banks could also um, no, it, it, fail. No, it's happening and because it's, you're fully insured no matter what the amount is. If you're in a big bank, you're not fully insured if you're in a community bank. Well, you're not fully insured. and You, you big, were at Signature, the, and the it, big, was, it just barely met that threshold. You were at Signature. Well, we felt that there was a serious risk of contagion that could have brought down and triggered runs on many banks, um, and that's something, given that our judgment is that the banking system overall is safe and sound, um, depositors should have confidence in the system, and we took these actions. So there's a special assessment that's been done on community banks in my state and all banks across the country. Was there any discussion that that special assessment would only apply to the larger banks, or was it always assumed the special assessment would cover every bank, including rural banks in my state? Um, I, I think I, I'm not certain what the rules are around that. Um, that that's uh, for the FDIC to determine. It, it, it has been reported publicly that uh, SVB had a large number of Chinese investors that are there, including some that were 
companies directly connected to the Chinese Communist Party. It, will, will those individual, will those individuals, companies, entities, and investors that are Chinese investors be made whole based on assessments in my banks in Oklahoma? So what I'm asking is, will my banks in Oklahoma pay a special assessment to be able to make Chinese investors whole from Silicon Valley Bank? Uninsured investors will be made whole in that bank, and I suppose that could include foreign in, foreign depositors, but I don't believe there's any legal basis to discriminate among uninsured I get it, but I, I'm just saying my community banks are going to pay this additional fee. It is always fascinating to me as well, the conversation that taxpayers are being made whole in this, that taxpayers are not going to have any kind of consequence on this. I'm sure my bankers are going to be very excited to know they no longer pay taxes, uh, and their banks no longer pay taxes. Credit unions don't pay taxes. Banks do. And so they're definitely taxpayers as well, and all banks make their revenue off of rates and fees and such to their account holders, which means every Oklahoman will pay higher fees if, in their community we're, we're, bank. We're just going to have to move on. we have lapse of the banking system and its economic consequences, that will have very severe effects I'm, on banks in Oklahoma I'm, that will also be threatened. I'm, I'm just worried about the long-term We are going to have to move on, well. or we're not going to get all senators in. Senator Cortez Masta. Thank you, Mr. So there it was. That was Janet Yellen basically being confronted with the fact that their actions are seemingly designed explicitly to force the shutdown of mid-sized banks and force everybody into just a few large banks. Social credit score is just around the corner, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsTore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Talking about the economic takeover of the world right now. That's exactly what it is. It's nothing less than that. We have a lot of other stuff to talk about as well, but at least for this segment, let's keep talking about what's happening with the banks. I don't know, do I have any of the bank stuff here? Oh, we'll go to it on the computer. Okay. I'm going to try to explain this. So we know from things like the lockstep document and any other 
piece of paper ever produced by things like the Rockefeller uh, Foundation or just any of these uh, globalist organizations. They consider, in no uncertain terms, centralization to be key. The more centralized something is, the bigger something is, the more they like it. Like that's their whole goal is they don't like the idea of like a bunch of little community banks all operating with their own customers, taking their own policies, making their own decisions, everything small scale, independent. That's not easily controllable. What's easily controllable is one giant bank that serves everybody with unilateral, you know, unaccountable decisions that's so big it can't fail and you have to bail it out every time. So in that statement from Janet Yellen, well, in the questioning, first of all, the congressman says, you know, we've seen a lot of mergers over the last few years. It's, it's really been a trend that's been going on for a very long time. And it's not just banks either, right? Massive consolidations and mergers of pharmaceutical companies and chemical companies and banks and manufacturing. And of course, Amazon has taken over all of the retail stores, which of course also has to do with the opening up of crime and not punishing people for shoplifting. We even have a story today of a major Target store shutting down, right? Walmart's not in Portland anymore, like anywhere these. So like this is the, this is the world they're building for you. There's not going to be stores. <laughs> There's going to be warehouses. There's not going to be cashiers. There's going to be robots. There's not going to be human beings. There's going to be a system. And it's all about the system. So Janet Yellen continuously throughout that is talking about they need to trust the system and to keep the system running. The system, the system, the system. Well, the system is broken. It's flawed. It's purposefully designed to bring about this outcome. And so when you look at the path that we've taken to get here, you have even prior to the COVID outbreak, you have the Fed keep keep mentioning the headline. I'm literally the only person I've ever seen mention this headline. I don't know how, where it says, short of short of cooing like a dove, the Fed is doing everything it can to bring about inflation, right? So there was an inflation. The Fed said we need inflation. So they enacted policies to bring about inflation. Then you had COVID hit and you had the forcible shutdown of the entire world's economy, which of course hit primarily the small businesses while massively enriching the biggest companies. You saw a wholesale transfer of wealth from the middle class and the lower classes to the top 1% in the tune of multiple trillions of dollars over a couple years, right? And again, the mainstream media won't connect the dots, but they will publish two different headlines. One will say the middle class lost $2 trillion over the last two years, and the other will say billionaires made $2 trillion over the last two years, and they don't find a coincidence in that. They don't find that to be suspicious in any way when it's the very same people benefiting from it who are the ones that forced these policies in the first place. So in addition to that, you have the massive and immediate expansion of the welfare state in just the most insane circumstances you've ever seen where I know personally having friends that were like, yeah, I quit my job because because of the COVID stimulus, I get more money not working than working. Multiply that by many, many millions of people. Thank you. And you have the crisis that we're in right now. SL Canthon on Twitter at Canthon2030 says, the U.S. Federal Reserve just printed $300 billion out of thin air last week to bail out the banks. What a joke in voodoo economics. This is not free market or even capitalism. If developing nations want $300 billion, they have to sell their sovereignty to the IMF and the World Bank. 
and you can see the assets. This is total assets uh, climbing and then falling and then a massive spike right here at the end. Right, this developed the banks. But on top of it, so you've got the Fed creating the inflation crisis. Then while the inflation crisis gets going and food prices are doubling and people are having to dip into their retirement accounts just to pay their rent, you have the Fed refusing to do anything to mitigate it whatsoever and saying, yeah, it's temporary. It'll be over soon. Okay, it might be permanent, but that's actually a good thing. Just doing everything they can to tighten the noose around the neck of the average American bank account holder. Right? Everything's just that much more expensive. Your savings are drying up headline after headline saying people are dipping into their savings. Savings are the lowest point ever. Nobody has $1,000 in savings anymore. Right? And this is the point because they want uh, everybody to be on credit. Savings is incompatible with that. But then you have this from Gateway Pundit. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen admits Joe Biden's inflation crisis is linked to the banking crisis. Secretary uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen on Thursday testified before the Senate Finance Committee. Those are the videos that we just watched. She was also grilled about Silicon Valley's bank uh, bank failure, shuttered last Friday when it was unable to produce enough cash for depositors. Yellen admitted that Biden's inflation crisis ultimately led to the banking crisis, saying, quote, my understanding is that the bank to meet liquidity needs had to sell assets that it expected to hold to maturity. And given that the interest rate increases, that have occurred since those assets, including treasuries and government-backed mortgage-backed securities, they had lost their market value, Yellen said. Uh, Joe Biden and Democrats in Congress created the inflation crisis by spending more than $3 trillion in a couple years. Inflation's hit 40-year highs because of Joe Biden and hit them over and over and over again. Enter the Federal Reserve. Federal Reserve Chairman Jeremy Powell raised rates seven times in 2022 for a total of 450 basis points or a 4.5% to hedge inflation. The sudden and dramatic rate heights crushed Silicon Valley Bank. Jeremy Powell knew exactly what he was doing. Silicon Bank, Silicon Valley Bank reportedly held $173 billion in deposits. The Fed interest rate is at 4.57% and $117 billion of Silicon Valley's bank's deposits were in mortgage-backed securities and were only yielding 1.5 to 1.66%. That caused a run on the bank. By Friday, Silicon Valley Bank was in FDIC receivership. Every single SVB depositor was bailed out by the Biden regime. And here you can just see, again, just this chart of annual change in consumer price index. And you can see the uh, massive spike as soon as COVID hits. So COVID played into this as well as the uh, Fed's programs causing the bank to become insolvent. Then they use that excuse to bail it out. Now, as you just heard in that video, large depositors, which are the lifeblood of the banks, are moving out of the mid-sized banks and into the large ones because when they're in the large ones, they are guaranteed their money is backed by the government but if they're in a small bank, it's not. Now, how this plays into the wider Great Reset is pretty obvious, actually, as it's much easier for large centralized banks to exercise control over anybody who they would want to cut off from the ability to purchase things. So combine this with this other story from the Gateway Pundit, story on Infowars.com as well. Federal Reserve will release FedNow payment services in July. As the banking system begins to collapse, the Federal Reserve is launching its FedNow program in July. The United States Federal Reserve announced Wednesday it will roll out FedNow, its long-awaited instant payment system in July. 
The FedNow service will be available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year for instant bill payments, money transfers, including paychecks and disbursement, uh, disbursements from the government. The system does not rely on blockchain technology and is operated by a consortium of large banks. The Fed will begin the formal certifications of participants during the first week of April in preparation for the July launch. First week of April, the Federal Reserve will begin formal certification of participants for launch of the service. Early adopters will complete a customer testing and certification program informed by feedback from the FedNow pilot program to prepare for sending live transactions through the system. The Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System announced in a statement issued on Wednesday. As Liberty Lockdown with Clint Russell, he just has a great way of, of putting this stuff. He says, let me explain. They will ensure deposits of any amount only in banks that deem that they deem systemically important. You know, uh, what was the phrase they use uh, in COVID? In necessary workers, important workers. The fight against the new world order is now the top story in the world. The globalists are in deep trouble, but they're striking back with all their deep state operatives to shut down InfoWars and other truth tellers like James O'Keefe and Tucker Carlson and countless others. So please pray for us now more than ever. Spread the word about the broadcast and get great products to keep us on air and fund our operation while at the same time enriching your life. Now, we've got three new products available at InfoWarsStore.com and a bestseller back in stock. We have the amazing Dr. Jones Naturals, turmeric toothpaste, and so much more. Find out more at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the ashwagandha root pills with black powder extract to accelerate your libido, stamina, testosterone. And we have pure ashwagandha gummies at InfoWarsStore.com as well. These are all the highest quality products. The prebiotic is now finally back in stock. They're all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So please take action now. Enrich your life, empower your body, and keep us on air. Please take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Again, we'll try to we'll try to explain what exactly is going on here. There's there's like a way of talking these people have. I like I don't get how people fall for it. <laughs> I don't get how people fall for it. Like they just, if they talk calmly and as if they know what they're talking about and as if 
all of the consequences of their actions are actually just things that are happening that nobody has control over, then people just assume that like, well, the system is working as intended. People in charge know what they're doing, and I might not understand, but I better just shut up and trust them. I, I don't get how they've convinced everybody to think that way. But look at all of these people with just the most amount of suspicion that you possibly can. I mean, just like with COVID and and Anthony Fauci and all these things, I don't know how they activate the the trust, like they press the trust button in your head and you just trust people who have never done anything trustworthy in their lives. (laughs) They've They've never proven to you that they are the slightest bit trustworthy at all. And yet people will like fight you over Anthony Fauci. And it's like, what is he your uncle? Like what, what, what is this loyalty you have to him and his perverted, corrupt, total failure of a system? It's very bizarre. It's very strange. So I, I really want to try to like explain this. So if we're talking to a five-year-old or something, like a liberal, like a five-year-old or a liberal, something like that. Because none of this is complicated. None of it's like out of, outside of the realm of understanding for normal people. Maybe there's an aspect of just like fear that that if this is true, then like it's, that's too big of a thing to even comprehend for most people. But it's like, I mean, we are under attack. Humanity is under concerted, unified attack on every level. Ignoring it does not mean you're not under attack anymore. Not paying attention to it doesn't mean it goes away. And it's so bizarre because you talk to normal people on the street or whatever, and they they have all these complaints that are all just the repercussions of what these people are doing, and yet they can't seem to make that connection. Just like, I I don't, it's, it's so bizarre. It's so strange. But again, we watched that video, and just to, to boil it down, and I got to give credit to Clint Russell again from Liberty Lockdown, explains it like this. He says, they're going to insure deposits of any amount, but only in banks that they deem systemically important or essential was the word I was looking for last time. Thank you, crew. Within a decade, there will be no small or mid-sized banks. Limited options will make pressuring the banks to unbank you easy as can be. Social credit scores incoming. So you've got like all these various vectors coinciding, combining, intersecting to bring about what we know they've wanted for the last several decades, which is the mark of the beast. I mean, literally it is as described in the book of Revelations. It is, it will be a biometric tag of some sort, maybe a chip under your skin that will be inextricably tied to you as a person, your DNA map, your iris, your fingerprint, right? It won't be a number that you have with an account that's tagged to you. It'll be you yourself. You are the the account holder. It's permanent, inextricable from you yourself. It'll be all in one centralized government, uh, bank, one centralized like super bank that they can cut you off for anything, any reason that they deem. And look at the way the government has been behaving over the last several years. And they aren't going to debank murderers or rapists or 
you know, child traffickers or cartel members, now they'll be protected. They'll be allowed to continue their operations. And the people at the very top will be able to completely flout any laws or restrictions that may be placed on anybody else. But you, if you speak up against them, if you say you don't like the system that they're implementing, well, good luck getting food then. And of course, the food systems are also being centralized as we speak. It's not a coincidence that the very same time that they're forcibly shutting down 3,000 farms in the Netherlands, the second biggest food importer in the world, exporter in the world, they're also shutting down mid-sized banks in America, which is the you know reserve currency and the the central banking capital of the world. Like they're shutting down the, the independent organizations, they're centralizing all of them so that they can have pyramid-like control over all of them. It's very, it's very simple. They're, they're eliminating one by one all of the ways for us to be independent of them. And they're doing it through creating and exacerbating crises and using the fear to override people's logical capabilities and impose this on them without too much trouble from them while simultaneously staging a f- false flag riot, calling it domestic terrorism and a coup, and arresting all of the leaders uh, that have been pointing this out and trying to stand up against it for the last several years. All of this is just part of one big plan. We've been laying it out the entire time, and it's all just coming to fruition. So you've got COVID, the COVID leak slash release that was caused by the gain-of-function program. So they, they do gain-of-function that causes the COVID uh, outbreak. They silence people talking about it, call you racist for mentioning that's happening in China, allow it to spread all, all over the world. Then they do the economic lockdown, which shuts down the economy. Then they print billions and trillions of dollars, consolidate all of the corporations through the economic lockdown. Then they get the vaccine to get you on board with the biometric vaccine passport. Your health belongs to us uh, mentality that would have been rejected outright at the beginning of the pandemic. But by the time they'd softened the area for landing over that year of mental attack, people were ready and willing and eager to accept this biotechnocratic tyranny. And then you get inflation caused because of the economic lock uh, shutdown, the inflation causing banking uh, banks to crash because the banks crash, they start doing bailouts because you can't bail out everybody all the time. You only can choose certain banks to do it. So you centralize the banks even further and you release at the same time a central bank digital currency. I mean, gain of function, COVID, economic lockdown, inflation, bank crash, centralization, digital coin, biometric surveillance. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just one way. It's just, I, I don't know how people don't get this. And I don't know how people are okay with that being the outcome. I really do try to get in the mindset of people that are just watching this unfold and they're just like, good thing we've got the professionals back in town. Good to go. I was scared there was going to be a bank run, but now it's okay because I just, I'm just a slave in a giant machine. <laughs> it's just like, what are, you, what are you talking about? None of this is necessary. The system is not even necessarily failing in a typical like what you would think of when you think of a system failing is that the system itself is programmed to fail in certain regards because the failure of the system justifies the expansion and complication of the system problem reaction solution it really is not that complicated 
it is that sophisticated. It is that multivaried and, and multifaceted. And it's happening at the same time that the consolidation and unnaturalization of food is happening, right? They don't want, they don't want family farms. They don't want f- independent small-scale banks. They don't want media, you know, independent media. Like all the attacks on all of these things are happening simultaneously because they're all battles on the same front as the enemy marches forward to take everything you own and everything that you've ever built while they are simultaneously indoctrinating you and your children into mental illness and physical illness that will require constant medical attention, which of course enriches their friends in the medical industrial complex, which is a key aspect of the biotechnocratic tyranny that they're building and also makes you incapable of actually physically standing up to them when the time comes that it gets physical. Oh, and also they're starting a giant war to accelerate all of this because war would do nothing but accelerate all of this. It would provide the perfect excuse for not just the ultimate goal of depopulation, but all of the consolidation, the rationing, the limitation of goods as well. They're already rationing goods in places like England and Germany because of the war in Ukraine, a war that, again, we completely started. So you look at who runs America. It's the banks. It's a shadow government of international elites. They coordinate through the World Economic Forum and a number of others, but they're working across the board, pushing all of these fronts to enslave all of humanity in a prison planet, biotechnocratic panopticon system of which there is no escape and for which your very existence, you will need their permission. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence, have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com, to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or a great physio magnesium product or whether it's Down and Out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsStore.com. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be joined by Michael Graves at the 10 o'clock hour. And we're going to open up phone calls this hour and probably take calls uh, throughout his visit to us here in studio. And there's a lot of other stuff to talk about before we do that. And I, I just want to finish up here with what's going on with the overarching theme of what's happening because there's another aspect that I haven't even mentioned, and that is the so-called climate change program, which is re- which is just sort of the excuse that they're using to do a bunch of stuff that they wanted to do anyway, and they have people actually believing that the carbon that they are made out of and the trees, carbon dioxide, the trees breathe and need to live and that every plant relies on is actually poison, poisoning the earth. It's the most insane 
psyop the world has ever seen. But all of these, again, are different different aspects of this fractal conspiracy. So the FedNow service that they're going to start enlisting people in in April and will go live in July is, of course, just a prelude to central bank digital currency. That will mean that money as a technology will be divorced more than ever from any semblance of reality or you know physical existence right moved away from the gold standard and we moved away from basically anything else i mean maybe the dollar will crash and they'll use that as an excuse to bring in digital currency maybe they'll just do a swap that's what my max kaiser thinks he's the bitcoin um, specialist that's advising uh, president bukele and uh, el salvador he says it'll be a lot like when they came up with the euro it'll just be one day your your bank will be frozen for about a day and when you come back your dollar will be a digital dollar and you'll actually get rewarded and you'll get a bonus for participating in this. Of course, it won't be an option. You'll have to. And they're, they're rolling all of this out. So the new, the new fed now service will, uh, is creating, uh, is a leading edge payment system that is resilient, adaptive, and accessible. Remember, those are the exact words that they use to describe, uh, major, corporate combines in the lockstep document, right? They grade, th- they grade things on a, uh, on a scale, on a chart, and one of the variables of it, independent variables, would be uh, adaptiveness and resilience. So again, they're, they're sort of signaling to themselves, right? They want things to be adaptive and resilient, which means centralized and, yeah, see, adaptive capacity. And that... that means resilience basically so again that's what they want is everything centralized because they believe that and you saw it during covid it was a lot easier for them to get walmart to through their corporate structure impose masks on everybody than trying to get a whole bunch of little stores to do it themselves right it's it's harder to control a little independent organization it's much easier if you have one massive corporate structure and you're at the top very easy at that point but of course all of this is having to do with getting people ready for and laying the groundwork for the digital identity. People will have to prove their identity digitally to access their accounts, contends tax attorney and financial advisor Rebecca Walser with the implementation of this FedNow program. You cannot go digital currency without trusted digital verification, Walser argued in a recent interview. Therefore, everyone will have to get a digital ID. It will be really interesting to see how people play this when they've said all along that many people in the country don't have the ability, too much of a burden, to get an ID. Now everyone, just to get, just to get an account, Just to get an account is going to have to not just get a digital ID. You're going to have to confirm your digital ID through government documents. Globalists are using COVID and climate change as a pretext to implement 15-minute cities, Agenda 2030, digital ID, and rationing. Similarly, the banking collapse will provide a mechanism for Big Brother to lock you out of your money and food until you participate in the digital identity system. And, of course, in concert with this and in cooperation with this is the necessary component of the psychological operation – being done against people to get them ready for the uh, to to be able to heartlessly accept that their fellow human beings are being denied medical access or medical care or access to food or being able to live by you know giving them a bad social credit score. We that was one of the main aspects of the pandemic was getting people to uh, go. Oh, you didn't get the vaccine, then you don't deserve to get a heart transplant. You're going to die now because you didn't get the vaccine. All of this. You're watching The American Journal. 
with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting down to the wire here for humanity, the race for existence. It is truly wild. And, you know, I can't, I can't help but think, like, it's not our purpose here at InfoWars to simply track the decline as if it's inevitable, as if any of this is necessary and impossible to avoid. Point I would like to, to get across here is that these are human beings that are doing this. They're people with names, positions. Many of them are in public. Some of them are hidden, you know, in secret, but it's not that hard to find out who they are. And all this is choices being made by these people in power. And as much as they have a stranglehold on and ability to corrupt the electoral system in this country, it does still exist. And they still are having to play this game because, again, they're just human beings. They're not magical. They're not gods. They're not above us in any way whatsoever. They are still have to contend with human will. They still have to react to the actions of the people around them. And so it's frustrating constantly feeling like we're just constantly being bombarded. And just when we seem to get a handle on, just when we can get our shield up to, to block the bombardment from one cannon, another one just pops up out of nowhere and starts hitting us from the other side, right? We're dealing with the Ukraine war. We're dealing with the lockdown stuff, the fallout from COVID, the vaccine deaths, like all this crazy crap is going on. And then it's like, oh, by the way, run on the banks and we're consolidating all the banks and digital currency and digital ID. Go. You know, it's just like, okay, how do we handle all this? And the problem isn't that, you know, we're stuck. The problem, the problem is that uh, we are constantly reacting. The problem is that whoever has the initiative is almost guaranteed the victory. And so if we're constantly reacting to this stuff, we're just playing a losing game. We're just delaying the inevitable. At least I want you to think it's inevitable. It's actually not inevitable, but it takes organization. It takes power, which takes political victory. And all you have to do is look at the election of Donald Trump to see what that looks like. Donald Trump was the wild card, right? He was a guy that had the notoriety, the celebrity, the money, the political will, the style, the, I mean, everything like typically to get into a position where you can even become president, you have to have layer upon layer upon layer of systemic approval. Donald Trump circumvented all of that, and this was a sneak attack on the New World Order. And you saw how they freaked out. So everything that we're seeing here, it may have been in some ways accelerated by Donald Trump getting into office, but not because Donald Trump accelerated it, but because he actually, in his election for the first time, was an offensive rather than a defensive move by the American people. It was an attack on their plan, their system, their war strategy that they then had to respond to. And you saw what happens when that's the case. They get sloppy. They come up with the Russian collusion narrative and it exposes all of the way that they are manipulating the political sphere and lying openly and, and getting away with it. They had to release COVID. I don't know if they would have released COVID. 
But I guarantee you, if Hillary Clinton had been in office, Ukraine war would have started years earlier. We would be much deeper involved in the uh, Middle East. I mean, a lot of things would be accelerated in a different way, in a softer way. It wouldn't be as obvious and as upfront, as in your face as the way they're doing it now. So keep describing the way that essentially electing Hillary Clinton would have been us willfully walking into the cage. When Donald Trump gets elected, that's us realizing there's a cage, backing up, and the hunters then have to come out of the woods and try to grab us and pull us into the cage, exposing themselves in the process. But, we're, but now we're still in the cage. The door just hasn't shut and totally locked yet. That door shutting and locking is the central, central bank digital currency, the digital ID, the 15-minute cities, all of which are being implemented and enacted via orders from the unelected global government at the World Economic Corp, uh, Foundation. So again, our point here is not just to report on the attack, it's to enlist people for the counterattack. And not a defensive counterattack, but an offensive counterattack. If you're just constantly trying to deal with, with your enemies, and it's just a, it's just a lesson throughout history. Look at look at any hugely successful general in all of history, from Caesar to Napoleon to Alexander the Great. And like the one thing they all share is impatience, is not giving their enemies a chance to get their feet underneath them. And we pointed this out at the time when Trump got elected. And of course, you know, Trump was just one guy and he's, he's up against this massive thoroughly corrupted system that has been infiltrated and twisted and perverted for several decades. So we never expected Trump's election to just solve everything. But a lot of people acted that way. A lot of people acted like, we got Trump elected. We can sit back and watch now. And QAnon is probably the most successful psyop in the, in the history of the world because it was completely the opposite of everything that should have happened. What should have happened would be Trump's election treated as a beachhead, as the landing on Omaha Beach or in Normandy on World War II, right? Essentially what happened, if you look back in history, it's as if in World War II, they crossed the ocean during D-Day, landed, fought back the Nazis, created a beachhead and, and a base on the coast of mainland Europe, and then just went, we did it. Trust the plan. Sit back and relax. No worries now. <laughs> you idiots. Come on. Come on. Of course, it's it's complete opposite, right? Trust the plan is the utter inverse of the InfoWars slogan, which is you are the resistance. You are the resistance. It's up to you. You have to do it. You have to not be satisfied until you have absolute victory. You cannot be satisfied with a, a, you know, scoring a point in a game. You have to play the game to the end. You can't just take a pawn off the board and then go, I've won the chess game. You got, you got to use that attack as the jumping off point of the greater offensive. So you have to get involved. You have to get organized. You can't even wait for other people to organize for you. I know like probably 90% of the people listening to me right now, if you ask them like, man, things are pretty bad. What should we do? Every single person would be like, man, we just need to, we really need to get off our butts. And like, you know, we uh, last week, we had like three different interviews with three different people of completely, totally various um, like expertise and profession, everything. Every single one of them <laughs> said, we need a strong man in office. We need a strong, we need a leader. 
I can organize us and do it. Well, maybe that's you. Maybe you can be the leader. Maybe you can organize your neighborhood or your household or your community or at your college and university. And it almost doesn't even matter what you do as long as you do something that puts the enemy on their heels. As long as you do something that makes them react to you rather than you reacting to them. You got to do it in a smart way. You got to do it in an intelligent way. You have to do it in a way that is forward thinking in a very long-term fashion. But that really is, that really is a, a key to all of this is because again, and this is the way I think about it. I think about it like all of the fantasy or, or sci-fi stories that were always told and, and show up repeatedly over and over. You never, the hero never defeats the machine by becoming like a machine. It's something innate in humanity that the machine cannot even conceive of that defeats the machine in the end. Or like in 300, right? The concept of 300 guys giving their lives totally selflessly is incomprehensible to a totalitarian, authoritarian mindset, right? So we're fighting the machine. We're fighting the literal embodiment of like Skynet and the Matrix. And you don't defeat them by playing their game and trying to out-matrix, out-machine them. You do something that humans do, which is come up with unexpected, illogical attacks that they can't predict or deal with. That's the only answer. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new toothpaste that my dad, a retired dentist and oral surgeon, developed. Dr. Jones Naturals Tumor Toothpaste that just came into stock. And I got to tell you, I got samples of this months ago, and it is amazing. The way it makes your gums feel, what it does to your mouth is insane. We know turmeric is an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory and does such great things for the body. Then you add that with tea tree oil and a bunch of other essential oils. It is just dynamite. It is so good to detox and attack inflammation in your mouth. I want to challenge everybody to try the new toothpaste at InfoWarsStore.com. Dr. Jones Naturals Turmeric Toothpaste. And while you're at it, check out the new Ashwagandha line of products. We have Ashwagandha with black pepper extract for your libido, your testosterone in pill form. And we have the pure Ashwagandha root gummies as well, now available at InfoWarsStore.com. They're amazing products and they fund the InfoWar. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. And that's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me. Not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person. Because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. 
listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're taking your calls a little bit later in the show. So many things to cover until then. I believe we're going to get a call from uh, Simon in Florida to talk about what's happening on the international front when it comes to the buildup of World War III. That's clearly happening at a very, very quick uh, rate. Let's just go through some of these. It's just some of these latest stories. I mean, it really is. It really is something else. If you just combine all of these, then we'll talk about uh, Greta Thunberg here in a second. That's a big story. I'll read in a second. First of all, breaking. House Oversight Committee shows Biden's received $1 million after China wired $3 million to a Biden associate. Ooh, well, isn't that convenient? Isn't that nice? And you can really tell this is the real deal because the way that Democrat stoolies, <laughs> the Democrat shills on Twitter are talking about this is they're like <laughs> – but he was a private citizen, so who cares? Are you mad that Trump builds hotels? It's like, well, Trump has an independent fortune from his corporate activities for decade upon decade before he ever became a politician. Biden has been a politician for 100 years. So what? what is his – like he's never a private – you know, he's not a private businessman. He was like out of office for a few years and the money came pouring in from Chinese coffers. It's like – but they have no idea how to defend against this except by say, uh, uh, but Trump made money too, as if making money because you build and then lease out apartment buildings is the same as just having millions of dollars wired through back channels from the Chinese government for their political favors you're giving them. So again, it's just, just utter, ridiculous, outrageous, unquestionable corruption at the top levels of our government. Just incredible. Uh, from Project Veritas, Project Veritas, Confidential Pfizer documents reveal pharmaceutical giant had evidence suggesting increased risk of myocarditis following COVID vaccinations by early 2022. Quote, there's evidence that suggests patients who receive COVID-19 vaccines are at an increased risk of myocarditis. Gee, how'd you figure that out? From the overwhelming data? Was it looking at the data? Is that how you figured that out? You finally decided to do that, but they're keeping it secret because, you know, you don't just go around telling people that you've murdered everyone. 400,000 workers strike in the UK. Tens of thousands rally in London. Around 50,000 people took part in a national demonstration of striking workers in London on Wednesday. School, university in London, underground workers plus junior doctors assembled in Hyde Park before marching to Trafalgar Square. Government workers staged their own demonstration gathering at Embankment before joining the main rally. More protests were held in the UK's other main cities with well-attended picket lines mounting across the country. 400,000 workers were on strike, among them 200,000 teachers in the National Education Union demanding an improved pay raise over the government's insulting 5% pay deal imposed last last year, fully funded, not taken out of already stretched, overstretched school budgets. They're also fighting for an education system not blighted by chronic understaffing, overwork, and plummeting teacher retention. Again, similar stuff that's happening here, but to an even greater degree. A conservative newspaper in the UK, Daily Mail, is pushing progressive child-free women are happier narrative. As Mother Day, uh, Mother's Day approaches in the United Kingdom, 
one of its main tabloids is pushing the narrative that there is resounding evidence that women who remain childless, uh, childless are the happiest in society. And I have a couple different readings on this. The uh, women that remain childless, they say they're happiest in the happiest people in society, which sort of contradicts or maybe is explained by the fact that those women are also the women most likely to be on antidepressant drugs. So maybe that should be an aspect of the question. It's like, are you happy? They're like, yep. It's like, okay, but are you on drugs that make you happy? They're like, yep. It's like, oh, okay, well, you're not really happy. You're just drugged. <laughs> that's, that's not being happy. That's being sad and drugged. That's what that is, okay? So I think that maybe should have been part of the stat, uh, statistics that we're taking here. But the Office of National Statistics in the UK figures reveal that a fifth of British women are still childless at 45, and they say it shows uh, women who don't marry or have children are consistently the happiest group in the population, it claims. I wonder if another aspect of this is when you ask people, are you happy or are you happy with the way the world is or that sort of thing? If they're thinking, yeah, I'm content, I'm happy with the choices I've made, or if they're saying, no, I'm not happy with the way things are because the way things are are being is being angled towards and designed for people that don't have children, that don't believe in God, that don't care about community or family, right? So if you ask a, you know, elderly feminist today, like, are you happy with what's happening in America? They'll probably be like, yeah, I'm really happy. I'm really happy that, you know, there's more misery. Like, it's it's a weird kind of inverse thing. But I wonder if you ask, you know, people with families who care about the future that see the trend that everything's going that see the way that the schools abuse them and the politicians ignore them and call them domestic terrorists for speaking up, and they go, no, I'm not happy. I'm not happy with any of this. I'm not happy with the way things are going. And they go, mm, yeah, see, people with children are miserable. No, people with children just have a stake in the future, and so we're not happy with the way things are going right now. That would be my interpretation of that. But of course, this is all just one part of the anti-family, anti-human, anti-nature, anti-God push that's happening right now oxfam inclusivity guide tells staff to avoid using offensive words like mother people or headquarters headquarters you can't use the word headquarters or mother for that matter dear god oklahoma mm. yeah i'll read it oklahoma man out on early release commits triple homicide murders woman cooks her heart tries to feed it to her relatives including a four-year-old child that happened in America and has hardly received any attention. This has received less attention than a video of a white kid in college pushing an empty wheelchair down the stairs. It's had as 30 million views on Twitter. People are outraged and hunting this guy down. He pushed a empty wheelchair down the stairs on the same day that a man was indicted for cooking and eating a family after being released because of early release Soros pro, uh, prosecutor no bail programs again just just worth taking all this in and understanding where we are as a country and where we're going target shutters downtown philly location citing declining performance because apparently we, we can't it's not like we can't have nice things we just can't have things anymore it's not it's not that we can't have nice things target's not particularly nice it's just you can't have you know places where you you trust people not to steal so from now on, well, you won't be able to just walk into a store and test things out and try things on. 
uh, you'll just place an order through a phone and, and then some robot in a warehouse will deliver it to you because this entire program is anti-human and the crime wave is contributing to that. And then we have this contracts released for CDC purchasing of cell phone data to track Americans compliance with COVID lockdowns because the laws do not apply to these people. I hope we're all understanding that. It's not even about whether these programs or policies are good or not. It's about whether it's, – it's about the fact that the government and the biggest corporations will be outside of the law in the new neo-feudal system that they're building to replace the natural system of freedom, capitalism, free choice. It will all be torn down and replaced with the artificial version because they need absolute control. You can't have people just having cows and pigs in their yard. You have to have them in a factory. Same thing with purchasing – and everything else. The fight against the New World Order is now the top story in the world. The globalists are in deep trouble, but they're striking back with all their deep state operatives to shut down InfoWars and other truth tellers like James O'Keefe and Tucker Carlson and countless others. So please pray for us now more than ever. Spread the word about the broadcast and get great products to keep us on air and fund our operation while at the same time enriching your life. Now, we've got three new products available at InfoWarsStore.com and a bestseller back in stock. We have the amazing Dr. Jones Naturals turmeric toothpaste and so much more. Find out more at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the ashwagandha root pills with black powder extract to accelerate your libido, stamina, testosterone. And we have pure ashwagandha gummies at InfoWarsStore.com as well. These are all the highest quality products. The prebiotic is now finally back in stock. They're all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So please take action now. Enrich your life, empower your body, and keep us on air. Please take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about International Front next uh, 30 minutes we're going to open up the phone lines with uh, michael graves and take your calls with him in studio he's going to join us in 30 minutes i've done a terrible job of plugging today and don't don't let my failure be your mistake don't miss out on the great deals at infowarsstore.com and some of the new incredible products that we have such as the ashwagandha with black pepper and ashwagandha gummies that are out now using an ancient indian herb uh, that just has absolutely incredible nutraceutical properties. You can get both of these now for 25% off. Try one, try the other. Combine them with your favorite products at InfoWarsStore.com. It keeps us on the air. It's a true 360s win. 25% off all of Dr. Jones's Naturals now on sale. And of course, the turmeric toothpaste, which I really like how InfoWars started doing this way back when we first came out with the toothpaste. I mean, it's one of the best products people call in when we when we had to stop selling it. At one point, they uh, I'd get calls from friends being like, dude, is there toothpaste in the back? Can you get me some? Can you give me some toothpaste? Uh, so people just absolutely love the InfoWars toothpaste for a very good reason. And, you know, it's a great way to just get your everyday necessities at InfoWars store. So instead of buying it from some global corporation that's then using the profit it makes from your money to a sponsor and fund things that you despise, why not buy it from InfoWars store and know that your money is being spent in direct opposition to the globalist program? 
by keeping this show, The Alex Jones Show, The War Room, Bandot Video, and everything we do here in operation. Again, go to InfoWarsStore.com today to take advantage of the sales, to get the great products, and to keep us on air. It's a 720-degree win. It's, it's, a, it's a cool trick on a skateboard. <laughs> With that, we're going to go out to uh, the phone lines where Simon from Florida has called in. Simon, you've been really keeping up with what's been going on overseas, especially in the Middle East with China's uh, really helping to manage the diplomatic reintegration of Saudi Arabia and Iran. A lot of stuff happening. We read read your your list yesterday on Twitter. People can follow Simon from Florida at uh, Simon from Flory 2. And uh, I hope you do because he, he really has a lot of sources that you don't find anywhere else. Uh, thanks for calling in, Simon. Uh, give us the rundown. What's going on around the world today? Hello there, Harrison. Well, it's um, usual doom and gloom. Can you hear me clearly there? Yes, coming in very well. Thank you. Good. Um, I saw your headline for the show today, um, and I have been listening to the show, and I didn't hear you mention that issue yet. Do you actually want to talk about um, President Z's um, speech that he gave on Wednesday night? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, a, a very rare sort of direct confrontational tone that he took uh, against America, calling America out by name. Usually they're a little bit more subtle with it. Uh, but I, I think sort of the mask is off when it comes to China. I think they're they're doing a, a very, very blatant job of targeting America and uh, being as str- stringent as possible. But what's your take on this? Right. So I, I, I have a slightly different take, but I'm very glad that you that you noticed that that event occurred. So on um, Wednesday, President Xi of China, um, bearing in mind that he's just pulled off this diplomatic coup of getting the um, reconciliation between Iran and um, Saudi Arabia, which is only just one tiny piece of a massive Middle East puzzle that you've been doing an outstanding job of um, noticing and paying attention to because very, very few other Western media outlets have the slightest idea of the magnitude of events that are occurring in the Middle East on literally an hourly basis. It's not just one deal there. There's literally people jetting all over the Middle East, re-establishing contact, overturning previous agreements with the Americans and the Israelis. It's, it's a truly momentous course of events that are, that are underway. And people think that, oh, yeah, they just reestablished diplomatic relations. So we're just going back to the situation that existed in 2016 in terms of them having ambassadors in each other's respective countries. That is not the case at all. It, it wasn't one deal. It was three deals plus the whole load of security protocols, it is enormously significant. And if we have time, I can go into more detail on that. But to get to your headline, and this is relatively quick, first of all, President Z announced that he had a peace concept that was largely directed at Ukraine. Mm. And that was called the Global Security Initiative Peace Concept. Many people are not familiar, and I actually discussed this for an hour on Australian radio on um, the beginning of this week, but people are starting to ask questions about this. What's going on? You know, these huge moves that China are making. 
Global Security Initiative, we've got the Global Development Initiative, and we've got the Belt and Road Initiative. And those three points are essentially China's interaction with the world. So they advance their Global Security Initiative. And now, tied to the Global Development Initiative, President Xi, at what essentially was a mini United Nations with representatives from 150 countries at Beijing. Already, it was essentially supplanting the United Nations in terms of the audience in person that he addressed his speech to. That fact has been largely overlooked. And he didn't so much as call out America by name, but he definitely referenced it by inference by saying those who were trying to maintain and impose their hegemonic order on the world, much in line as statements with the Iranians saying that by the nature of their deal with Saudi Arabia and other neighboring nations who this week are following suit, that the U.S. hegemony in the Middle East has come to an end, and it's a new era which is exactly the phrase that the Chinese government are using and have been for several years. And this is the um, conflict that we have between the West trying to bring in the new world order and China trying to bring in what they call the new era. So, so do, they found- do, you, do you see those, those things as contradictory? I, I see both of these as sort of different names for the same program. I mean, it seems to me like the Western powers, the New World Order that they envision, is of a Chinese model and even has China at the head. I mean, it seems like they are offshoring things to China and say China is the future. So are these are these at odds, or to me, they're the same thing? Well, that's an excellent question, and it, it's, it's quite hard to tell as to whether or not um, they are burning the same candle at both ends with the intention of meeting at the middle, still through the programmable central digital currency and the social credit score, or whether or not that's just a belief that that is going to be the final outcome of humanity. But there's a battle as to who is going to control the levers of power that's going to dictate to all of us minions. But in his speech, he talked about letting a hundred flowers bloom. Now, no other Western analyst that I found, and I'm looking at like 700 news sources, okay, has recognized that that was a direct quote from a campaign that um, Chen Mao launched in 1956 that was designed to reform the Chinese Communist Party after only seven years in power. Mm. And The slogan of that campaign in 1956 was for a hundred flowers bloom, which is the direct quote from the speech twice. And then from Mao, he added, and let a hundred ideas tend. Now, well, hold on. Okay, we we got to go to break, but I'm going to give you the whole next segment to break this down because it's that type of stuff that, that you notice and you pick out and you have the knowledge to understand the context of that I don't have and obviously the rest of the Western media doesn't have. Incredibly powerful stuff. We'll be back with Simon. Let me give you the whole next segment to really break this down for us. Stay tuned, folks.
The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have the communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions and coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. We now have three new game-changing products that are in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And one of our best-selling products sold out for over a year that's now back in stock. Our prebiotic does need any introduction. There's such amazing things for your gut flora, your overall health. What it does is essential. Go read about it at InfoWarsStore.com. And now, the fourth toothpaste designed by my dad. The last two were big hits. This one is really special. It's turmeric concentrate with a bunch of other essential oils and so much more to take your mouth's health to the next level. We also have high-quality ashwagandha root for your libido, your stamina, your testosterone with black pepper extract to accelerate it as a pill. And we have ashwagandha root gummies as well. Very strong, very powerful. Now in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Go there, experience these great products and others, and fund the InfoWar. The only way we fail is not taking action. God bless you. Now please visit InfoWarsStore.com and experience these powerful products for yourself. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. We will be joined in studio by Michael Graves in the next hour, and we'll be taking your calls and talking about some of these big topics uh, with him, mostly on the domestic front, I imagine, but we're sticking to the international news. Here we have Simon from Florida, a real expert in the international intrigue, and um, you know, just, just scrolling through his Twitter, you truly get a sense of the the real excitement happening across the world. I don't know if that's the right word, but just on, on every level in every country, just insane things are happening across the board. Uh, here's just some highlights where I toss back over to Simon to you know help give us some context. Uh, Iran, Russia, and China have kicked off trilateral naval drills in the Sea of Oman. Uh, that just happened yesterday. They kicked it off and are still continuing today. Global Civilization Initiative proposed by Xi, quote, provides hope to heal the world in turbulence, kind of like a Chinese Great Reset. Again, it is kind of confusing where these fault lines lie when you've got China clearly working with the New World Order in a lot of different ways, but also siding with Russia to oppose them. It's sort of um, hard to get a handle on things. Uh, there's also last week – or uh, I'm sorry, yesterday, there was a story of the Chinese spy satellites being deployed, uh, weapon, weapon satellites actually to take out American satellites, space weapons being deployed, China's Xi to meet Putin next week in the first visit to Russia since the invasion of Ukraine. You've got a number of different headlines when it comes to Ukraine. Uh, basically, they're attacking the Orthodox Church. Uh, the, the American ammunition supplies are running low because of how many we've sent to Ukraine. 
Some of these weapons have been shown to have injured children and been used in crimes against humanity or war crimes. Uh, French political leader says it was obvious the Americans were behind the bombing of the uh, Nord Stream pipeline. And they're also preparing for a uh, spring offensive in Ukraine. But there's been whistleblowers that have come out and said the Ukraine soldiers are not prepared. And America's admitted that they've lost over 100,000 in the year since the war began. I mean, we're, we're rapidly barreling towards, towards World War III. Simon, you've been staying on top of all of this. I just want to hand the floor over to you, please. Um, what do you make of all this? How do you put all this together? So g- going back to the... Um, the speech, you indeed correctly pointed out that the um, name of that or the announcement that it included was for a global civilization initiative. And the, the scope of that is so vast that he is proposing, based, it, it is genuinely a replacement for the United Nations. Mm. And it's a new modality the means by which countries interact, and in particular, and I think this is why he took the 100 flowers bloom, though there is another dig at the European Union specifically linked to that, that he then um, uh, infers this concept of 100 ideas contending, because what he is proposing is that there will be true multipolarity. And by that, what he means is, is that there will not be dominance by the United States and the Europeans, for which they describe as the Atlantic Partnership. Mm. Okay. Now, this concept ties very much into the Heartland theory and the world island, which is basically that the center of the world, which at the time that it was um, conceived was basically um, Russia and the countries around it, but has now been taken to include Russia, China, and what is now becoming known as the Global South. So further to the request from um, Pamela Harris, the vice president, and the German foreign minister, for all of the third world or non-aligned movement nations pick a side in relation to Ukraine, that is exactly what we are seeing. But it's not just on the issue of Ukraine. It's about whether or not America and the European Union, via the United Nations, can force other countries to tow their line. So the European Affairs Foreign Minister, Mr. Burrell, used a very um, um, unartful or inartful phrase where he said that the European Union are the world's garden and the rest of the countries, excluding America, are the world's jungle. So President Xi pointedly said that it was China's ambition with all the flowers blooming turned the whole world into a garden. Hmm. Now, one thing about gardens as opposed to jungles, is you have a gardener, and they manage the garden. They pull out the weeds, and they plant new seeds and new bulbs. So the question here is, and this is directly relevant for everyone listening, is who is going to be the gardener? 
And that's the crux of the issue that we're facing at the moment. Is it going to be the Western Atlantic Partnership that, in China's view, is going to dictate the rest of the world? Or is China going to harness all the different cultures in one global civilization and allow other nations, including India and the countries in South America and in Africa, to all independently make their own contributions for the betterment of humanity. So it is a huge, vast, overarching conflict of themes about the progress of humanity. And the argument that is being made by the Middle East nations now is that they are fed up of America's Carter doctrine, which is essentially U.S. dominance of the Middle East in order to secure energy supplies, and that they have now decided to decide not only with Iran, but with the Shanghai Cooperation Organization and the BRIC Organization, which both Iran and Saudi Arabia have now formally applied to join. Right. And it, this, this, this is the largest development for the Middle East in 100 years. Since the end of World War I and the Ottoman Empire fell, and then um, France and Britain, who were the dominant colonial powers at the time, literally carved up the Middle East into their respective spheres of influence. Post-World War II, because um, France and Britain were so financially destroyed by the cost of fighting World War II, they basically didn't have the ability to do that, and both of them withdrew from their overseas empires over the course of the next 20 years. You saw Britain pulling out of the Middle East, and you saw France, out of both Vietnam and Algeria. Right. So what, what, what China is doing now is a total reorganization, sort of reset of um, Middle East policy. And it seems like they're doing it. Tell me if I'm wrong here, Simon, but it seems like America has maintained the 100 years of, of how it's been since that collapse uh, through warfare, through force. And China is now coming in through the back door with a checkbook and making things go their way uh, without using force. We've got two minutes left. The, the floor is yours, Simon. Uh, just where do you think we go from here? Well, that, that, is, that is exactly correct. And, and the Chinese have been blatant in saying that, that we're doing all of this through peace, prosperity, and stability. They're not trying to change any international borders, but they want to see um, a great deal more business. And I would have to say that this is exactly the kind of program that Donald Trump would advocate. Mm. Stop fighting and let's do business. And that's a lot more attractive than the classic American divide and conquer technique. But there's something else that I'd like to point out to you that's that's going on right now is um, people think about the World Economic Forum having their annual summit in Davos. But they actually have lots of other meetings. And your station, InfoWars, has been playing that clip of um, Elon Musk speaking to the World Government Summit, saying how we don't want to homogenize everything. And for the survival of humanity, 
we have to have diverse groups because one will be going up while another is going down. So they've got another kind of summit going on at the moment in the UAE, which is the um, WEF Innovation Summit. And just as I said with Alex Jones, and we did a 45-minute special about this on, I think it was July 9th of 2021, they're now saying that by creating human digital twins, people will be able to operate in the metaverse and robots will do people's jobs. And that is exactly what I told Alex 21 months ago. And now it's wow. coming out in the public. It's all coming down. Brilliant stuff, as always. Thank you so much for calling in. Your expertise is unparalleled. Simon from Florida, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new toothpaste that my dad, a retired dentist and oral surgeon, developed. Dr. Jones Naturals turmeric toothpaste that just came into stock. And I got to tell you, I got samples of this months ago, and it is amazing. The way it makes your gums feel, what it does to your mouth is insane. We know turmeric is an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory and does such great things for the body. Then you add that with tea tree oil and a bunch of other essential oils. It is just dynamite. It is so good to detox and attack inflammation in your mouth. I want to challenge everybody to try the new toothpaste at InfoWorkStore.com. Dr. Jones Naturals Turmeric Toothpaste. And while you're at it, check out the new Ashwagandha line of products. We have Ashwagandha with black pepper extract for your libido, your testosterone in pill form. And we have the pure Ashwagandha root gummies as well, now available at InfoWarsStore.com. They're amazing products and they fund the InfoWar. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com.